checked. Welcome back for another episode of Nice Guys Finish, Nice Guys Finish Lost. Sitting here with Tom. And Manu. Do you think in these last two we'll um, finally realise how to start and end an episode? Never. We never will. But um, (laughs) we're here dissecting the final two episodes, two-parter of Lost. The final of the whole series. Bit so sad. But uh, yeah. Is it bit sad? Is it making you feel a bit sad there, Manu? Um, I feel like we've got some more um Irons and Fire a few projects. Do we? Um, <laughs> Do we? My my Watchman podcast called Watchman. Um and should we announce our other one or no? Oh, no. <laughs> we'll keep that one a sec. Keep yeah. that one under wraps. Yeah. We don't want to commit to anything. Yeah. We'll put it in the feed, don't we? But worry. anyway, um you're here to listen to Nice Guys Finish. Oh, we're doing that. <laughs> no, we're not. No. Is this, are we at the start again? <laughs> um, we're, so, did you have a guess of what the final episodes were called? Really? Or did you see it on the TV before you started the episode? I didn't look at it and we didn't ask Ken and Jude. We should have. <clears throat> but given that you gave such a great synopsis last week, um, do you want to take a guess at what you'd give the title? Maybe something like... Letting go. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's pretty. I, I mean, it's, it's not, good. It's not it, but it's not it, but it's <laughs> good. It's better than it. It's all, it's usually better than yeah. it. <laughs> Do you know what it's called? Uh, no. The end. Oh, for parts that. one and two. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. <laughs> yeah. Working, working title. So, uh, just a quick recap for people that weren't weren't here last week. Um, in this episode. Two-parter. Two 40-minute episodes. Yep. Um, do you know at the time it was the longest TV show that it ever been yet? No. No. <laughs> not, not true. No. That's <laughs> We're not at trivial yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just testing you. You passed. Um, sure. So, how did it start? They, they're they on an island. No. So, it started with uh, Jack and Locke fighting on the cliff. No. That's how the very last one started. Oh, sorry. How did the other one start? Yeah. How did the other one start? Uh, they're in the jungle and um, they're both looking for Desmond. Yes. Desmond, they thought, was in the well. No, Jack's come back from um, receiving... Jack, Jack got baptized by Jacob yeah. to become the protector of the island. Mm. True. And then they they decide that um, Fake Lock needs Desmond to get off the island. Yeah. So Sawyer goes looking for Desmond in the bottom of the well. And Jack goes back to his <coughs> disciples and um, <laughs> says, uh, this is the word of God. I mean, this is what I've figured out from going to look at the light source. What did he figure out? It wasn't, to be honest, very clear or explicit, even in what Jack said. But he basically was like, I went through the forest. I went into the thing. Um, I'm now the protector of the island. Yeah. And then he was like, we need to... Was his plan always to lower Desmond down into the cave? No, he was going to go into the cave because he didn't know that they were going to get Desmond. Yeah. So <laughs> everyone's motivations in that scene was quite confusing, um, as we talked about with Ken and Jude. But for some reason, it got decided that Desmond was going to go into the cave and do the bidding of uh, Jack or Locke. Well, because he can, Desmond can handle the electromagnetic. Oh no, radiation. I understand uh, why they wanted him to do it, but why did Desmond want to do it? Because Desmond knows that he's already dead. Yeah, true. 
Um, JJJ. I, I assume that's the only that that can be the only reason, right? I guess he's trying to get them across to the other timeline. This is what I wrote down actually. Maybe this is can we talk about? Let's jump to it. So the two timelines, right? What do you what's your explanation now for the two timelines? Or do you want to save that for Yeah. Ammunition? Maybe that can be yeah. So my my problem is that like if Desmond's so Desmond in the LA timeline is actively trying to get people to realise that they were on the island yep. together. Which he does <coughs> to good effect in this episode. Does that mean he's actively trying to kill people on the island? We never see him we see him try and kill people in the LA timeline. Remember yeah. He tries to run over Locke a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> I think Desmond's pretty confused about this situation as well. But do you think that him he thinks that going down the cave is actually going to kill everyone? And that's why he does it, because he wants to get them to the LA timeline. Uh, maybe whether he thinks that... Sorry, am I treading on your toes here with a no. such an insightful premonition? <laughs> whether he thinks that it's going to kill them or not, maybe he thinks that's what has to happen to finish the island, essentially. The series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. sick of it. Um, um, <laughs> oh, should we do... Can we talk about now that we've started? Yeah, what, what did you have? Um, <laughs> I mean, I've got a couple, yeah. I think <laughs> we might have the same one. Well, this is a good one. So... The beginning of the series, Jack is waiting at LAX for his father's body. Yeah. Doesn't see it or mention it after they're like, we don't know where it is. Yeah, so you mean, so the airline loses it, right? Sorry, yes. Like your standard lost luggage. Yeah. (laughs) But But it's a um, coffin. uh, And then never mentions it again. It's uh, even, well, as far as I can remember, it's not mentioned in the series. And... um, then Locke uh, is going in for surgery on, from Jack to fix his back. Um, best surgeon in LA. Best surgeon in the world. Uh, and says to him, did you ever find your father's coffin? I saw you at LAX waiting for it. And Jack's like, oh, yeah, actually, now that you mention it, they... Uh, Funny story. <laughs> they called me about it this morning, which we estimated was two at, weeks. No, at least six weeks, I reckon. <laughs> Because Locke's been teaching this whole time. True, remember? true. Like, time has certainly... Passed. It's six weeks to two months, I reckon. So, Jack's not, as far as we've seen, cared about Have, you, have you ever had your luggage lost from an airline? Uh, no. I have. Yeah. Freaking oh, annoying. no, I have. I lost my. They lost my snowboard one time. Was it when you were going to go snowboarding or when you were coming back? I was... Moving my snowboard from New Zealand to Australia. That's not too bad, but yeah, because I went on holiday. They lost my luggage. Yeah. So annoying. Call them out. Who's they? Qantas? I uh, know. I think it was like. Don't say New Zealand. Okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> we're fine. Um, like, honestly, frustrating, but it was lost for like two days, and that was that was a really frustrating experience. Imagine having your father's coffin yeah. no, <laughs> lost a, for a good six to eight weeks. That's potentially an even bigger deal. <laughs> I remember when they returned my snowboard. I'd flown, I'd gone to New Zealand for Christmas, flown back to come back to Australia for New Year's, and then they uh, they lost my snowboard, and then were like, "Hey, can we deliver this back to you on um, New Year's morning?" <laughs> and I was like, was it because it was my snowboard I wanted back? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they came round and um, called me at 8 o'clock on the 1st of January. Why? Who was working that day? 
some dude and he was like, hey, bro, I've got your snowboard. And I, I think I'd been asleep for maybe two hours or something. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Drunk to the skunk, went down and got it. And then um, here we are. But yeah, did you have another, can we talk about? Uh, yes. And I think you might have had this one as well because you were the one that pointed it out to me. But um, there's a scene with Locke in the hospital bed looking at Jack. Yeah. After the surgery. Yeah. Um, successful, obviously. Obviously, successful spinal, yeah. spinal surgery. Um, and Locke doesn't appear to have any ears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I, I might go back and look at it again because you were like, where are Locke's ears? And it's I was like, right. wait, it's what do you mean? Right. And then I just, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, he doesn't have any ears. Yeah. Surely they didn't Photoshop out ears. Do you know what's going on there? <laughs> so uh, just to paint the picture a little bit, like he is on a quite a cushy pillow. Like he's in a bed. Yeah. He's on quite a cushy pillow. So like the pillow does come up a little bit up the side of his neck. The camera is maybe like on the angle of his cheekbone. But there's like a lot of skin all the way back. Like it looks like Voldemort a little <laughs> bit. He um, obviously has no hair as well. So it, would it's not like that's obscuring his ear. So yeah, one ear could be. So like he already has a lot of skin anyway. But this was like the part where your ear is supposed <laughs> to be <laughs> quite clear. It goes back like down to his neck, like like, and there was nothing. You couldn't see like a little bit of ear, and then the cushion, the pillow. There was nothing. What I think happened potentially is they combined two shots. Do you know what I mean? Like one reaction and one him lying there. Oh man, and we got to like, go back and look at this. That was. Terrifying. That was against God. Um, was, was that, well, what did that fall under your, can we talk about? Or did you have that under a different section? No, <laughs> no, I didn't write that down because I knew you were doing it. But I've got another, can we talk about? Are you ready? I've got one more after you. As well. <laughs> okay, you, cool. you go. Um, I mean, this probably, we could go on for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the LA timeline, the sort of, the equivalent event to Jack going into the cave Sorry, Desmond going into the cave um, and removing the Egyptian plug from the water, which, whatever. Um, the equivalent event is a concert. We've got th- uh, blog explanations coming yeah, up soon. Can't, can't wait. Um, is a concert. And uh, the, playing the concert is Drive Shaft. Featuring, um, what's the penis name again? Well, this is my thing. A very different sound for Drive Shaft. It's no longer an Oasis ripoff. It is well, well, we don't know because we didn't hear any music. Yeah, that was my problem. Mm. They completely muted out Drive Shaft. So we hear a piano line starting. What's that guy's name? Um, and the we hear maybe like eight bars of piano music, uh, and then but that gets um. I can't remember the term, but uh, taken over by music outside of the scene that's happening in the show, which is the kind of like Lost slash Jaws theme blend that they use to go between scenes. Uh, there was, uh, I don't know if it's just because we had it up loud this week, but yeah. there seemed to be a lot of Lost slash Jaws <laughs> music going on. But that, I don't, there wasn't a piano player before. Well, Daniel Faraday, he's a physicist. So he, he in the in the 70s timeline, he's a physicist. Yeah. In the current LA timeline, is he a physicist slash classical pianist or is he just a classical pianist? Show me a picture of him. 
Oh, that dude. Uh, no, he's only ever been a musician as well. Yeah, as and he's someone's son as well, right? Someone. Like and that. he's also a little bit like, oh, I don't want to play. He's. Is he Wigmore's son? Somebody's yeah. Wigmore's son. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, so he's playing some semi-classical music. With, but <laughs> Driveshaft have moved on from Britpop to... Well, my problem was, so during the... So they completely muted out Driveshaft, so you hear the piano intro, mm. and then it's just like silence. Uh, it's pretty effective, I liked it. Because um, Charlie's looking at Claire, and they're like connecting and remembering. Well, yeah. they're not actually remembering the time on the island just yet. That comes when she gives birth a few s- few minutes later. Yeah. But um, they're staring at each other and it's just like silence. Drive shaft's like rocking out, but Charlie hasn't played a single note on the bass. And then... And they don't look annoyed at him at all. No. And then uh, 30 seconds later is off stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, well, I'm not playing any notes up here anyway. I might as well just go back and... Abandons the band and... Uh, within the context of the characters recognizing each other, this is fine. But otherwise, before he recognizes Claire, he is very invested in a random woman's birth. <laughs> he gives up his gig. No, he he recognizes her on stage, even though he doesn't have the flashback. Yeah, I think. It's but like, she doesn't recognize him. She's like, "Oh, that guy's like creeping me out of it." That guy is coming to watch me. Give <laughs> 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 I think, like he, yeah, it's a um, even if it's not realized fully, they see their connection mm. sort of I was situation. just disappointed we didn't get a drive shaft encore in the final episode it was the perfect do you want to you all you everybody are everybody you are everybody <laughs> um, alright my only other can we talk about was so Sun and Jin in the LA timeline can't speak English we were trying to figure out well they they actually can speak I know or, or no, they, they do. They speak English back to the doctor, and she. Yeah, makes yeah, a point but of do you saying. think that's because that's after they've realised the island timeline existed? <laughs> Did we see them speak? So they're the getting, um, they're getting an ultrasound to um, check that everything's all right because and Juliet's the one that, yeah, is giving it, and um, they both don't appear to speak English. But in this timeline, I pointed out they were actually happy, so I don't think Sun would have ever learnt. English, because she was learning it as a means to escape to escape, yeah, relationship. But also um, playing into accent watch, they're both back to having Korean accents. Good point, you know. Because well, no, because Jin lost hers on the. Island. I mean, like the explainability of it's quite sure. already like pulled quite tight because the the reason that they speak English at the end of that scene is because they've remembered that they lived on the timeline. Yeah. So they hadn't been able to speak English until that very minute. And then suddenly they can. So like, but they don't. What's your accent continuity accent that you want? That they they, want. You want the continuity from the flashback that they, which well, was American, but it was only American because remember they lived in the seventies for thirty years. I'd explain uh, that to you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that all checks out. <laughs> but my point was, um, so they had subtitles when they're speaking in Korean. Yeah. Do subtitles always have a drop shadow? Because this was the first time I'd ever noticed it. No, uh, I didn't notice that, but um, maybe is when it's design what? Maybe when it doesn't make sense that they are speaking in the language. That's what anyway, there's just something to look out for. <laughs> um, what else did you have? Did you ever physically best it? I had several. Um, there was a lot of besting going on in this episode. Sawyer actually. bests Ben. Yeah, I just had Ben brackets again. <laughs> he seems to get physically bested in every single episode. Jack, oh, before I do that, um, 
a random guy physically best boon. Yep. Cool. All so right, let's do them all. <laughs> so <laughs> Said physically best the random guy. Yep. <laughs> and then uh we can do the whole list, but ultimately Jack physically best bests Locke, but with the help of Kate. Yeah, that it's quite a close battle, eh? The Jack Locke. No, Locke's very much winning. Actually, this is my other can we talk about. Locke knocks Jack out with a rock. And then just leaves him. Locke does Why a, didn't he kill him? Locke does a lot of... This is going back to my theory that the man in black, aka Smoke Monster, aka Fake Locke, is actually good. <laughs> because he seems to do a lot of knocking people out and then not killing them. Exhibit one, Desmond and Noel. Well, actually, Saeed did that, so that doesn't count. Except two. At Locke's behest. Richard today wakes up in the jungle and Ben's like, oh, Smoke Monster just like threw you out here in the jungle. He doesn't kill him. Richard can't die, remember? Well, it's beside the point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Three is the Jack one that you just said. He hits him with a rock over the head. He knows that he has to kill him. Like He's been trying to kill Jacob this whole time. And then, oh, maybe you can't kill him. Well, yeah. No, because the plug's pulled out. No, but this is... <laughs> <laughs> so they can kill each other, I think. Yeah, they definitely but can. But so he's been trying... <laughs> just to, like, let people know what our thought process is here, because <laughs> you might not have watched every single episode. Um, the man in black can't kill Jacob, and Jacob passes on his powers to Jack. Jack, yeah. So but can Jack's already passed it to Hurley at that stage. He has. Does man in black know that, though? Regardless, wouldn't it just work? Well, no, because, like... If he could kill him. Yeah, but he hit him... Maybe he didn't hit him hard enough with the rock. No, yeah, but this is my point. And then he walked off because he thought he couldn't kill him. Lazy writing. Um, The thing is, though, he does try to kill him in the next scene. Yeah, he does. He definitely knows that he can kill him. Yeah, and and is attempting to. Mm. Um, We'll get to that a bit later on Trivial. So, but then, I guess this is my point. Um... Locke is trying to kill Jack, uh, and Jack isn't able to kill Locke, even though he's much older than him, and um, presumably after he loses his powers, why would he be stronger than Jack? He has a knife, though. Right, but then when they're wrestling, he's not using his knife. Yep. Um, He's a man of faith, though. (laughs) Um, But uh, Jack isn't able to kill him except with the help of others. So, like, um, I guess only good people have to pull together to triumph over evil is the takeaway there. Absolutely. Right. No, that's a, that's a, that's a reach. Jack, um, Jack would have had him. Just give Kate didn't need to show him. But speaking minutes. of this, I have a quote of the week for this one. Yep. So in the episode prior, Kate tries to shoot Locke. Um but can't because he's um, unkillable. But then once he loses his powers and Kate shoots him, do you remember what she says? She says, I saved a bullet for you or I something. saved a bullet for you. That was probably... That was pretty badass, yeah. My favourite line, line yeah, of, of, the the whole, <laughs> of the whole series. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, was quote good. of the week and maybe quote of the series. Uh, yes. Goes to Kate. Do you want to do it then? I'll, Are we this gonna one do I'm trying to lead you to. Yeah. Let's let's go through it. So we're gonna 
Now we're going to... Only ones we can think of. <laughs> we're going to go through, and we've researched all of these segments, the best <laughs> of the whole series. As you can tell. <laughs> so, quote of the series? Quote of the series is that. I saved a bullet for you. I, I saved you a I'm bullet. I'm going to agree. Yeah. That one was a good one. All right. Island Fashion Report. Uh, <laughs> what, what uh, are we Jack's Tattoos. Jack's Tattoos. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And did you notice, actually speaking of, did we see them this week? No. <laughs> he's, he's wearing shirts. Aren't they on his arms? No, but they're on his... When he wears a T-shirt, you can see them going yeah, below okay. his T-shirt line. Yep. Jack's Tattoos are definitely the uh, fashion statement of the series. Psycho uh, of the series? Okay, this is an interesting one. I think I'm going to go with Ben. Ben. Linus. Only because he he seems... He, he still seems untrustworthy. So do you want to... Um, did you talk about this last week or did you just talk about this when we were off the air? About how you said um, at the end of the series it's set up so that... Um, We'll come back to that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, but it, the he way does that a lot of psycho things. The yeah. way that he flip-flops between like good and evil, um, he just seems quite I know, we talked about that on, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, essentially, well, I can't remember if we did now, but um, it seems as if Hurley and him yeah, are set up saying, yeah. to take over from Jacob and Jacob's unnamed evil brother. Yeah, well... Evil or, but that's what I mean. It's not closed off to say this will keep happening again. It's either he's going to help Hurley and protect the island f- and be on the good side, or he is going to become the evil um, opposite to Hurley. Yeah. So I still don't trust him. No, me neither. But who would you have for Psycho of the series? It's got to be clear. Okay, yeah, no, that's a good call. <laughs> yeah, that's fair Based enough. Based on purely the, <laughs> the doll that she made, the doll that the, she made out of the, the moose like head or something. <laughs> yeah, okay. That she referred to as her okay. son. Yeah, that's one I missed. That's on me. <laughs> um, well, I guess we were talking about physically bested then, um, and that Jack's never able to overcome Locke fully. Um. So that kind of ties the, well, except with the help of Kate. So ultimately he does physically best Locke, but can't Wait, do it by himself. Who are, we get, who are we giving the title of physically bested of the series? Shouldn't this be the person who got bested? <laughs> oh, right, yeah. He, well, I guess I was trying to like tie off the competition to who won and who lost it. Well, yeah, but I think I was wrong in saying Ben was psycho in the week, and re- really he's... The physically bested of the series. He gets bested. Because he gets bested every episode, as I just pointed out. But my point was going to be, is Sawyer the physically best in that he always beats Jack? Yes. Who ultimately beats Locke. So Sawyer's the physically best? Sawyer's the physically best, yeah. Perfect. And Ben is the physically bested (laughs) of the series. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Um, Accent watch. We kind of talked about it. Accent Watch died off a lot from the first season because of the uh, Australian connection. The lack kind of Australians of became yeah. quite loose. And <laughs> the only accent, well, aside from New Zealand, that we're qualified to talk about. But I guess Sun and Jin's flitting out of American. You're more concerned about it. I didn't even really notice that, but um, I'd say 
Charles Woodmore and his occasional lapses into yeah, true. I like that South Island that. ancestry. <laughs> um, but apart from that, do you remember the um, air hostess on the yeah. actual flight that crashed? <laughs> yeah. And her like faux Australian accent? That was I, I think that probably takes it takes care. And that might have been like the first episode of the first season. Yeah. Um my other one to talk about a moment of science of the series. I think it was when you explained about that when you were quite drunk one time when we talked about electro I can't even remember electromagnetic. Was this the episode when Desmond got put in that cage? There was one where you talked about science for like ten minutes. <laughs> and I I like went to the bathroom, came back, made a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Can you um, remember what the, the thrust of that was? Basically it, it might have been about yeah, it might have been about time travel and quantum mechanics. But no, I would have been more focused on that, I think. Wait, so you were so you're saying you're real bored no. by the what I was <laughs> No no. I guess like time travel is was a it concept. Was talking about chemistry? Time <laughs> Time travel is a concept that I can understand, but you were talking about like um, it was radiation something. Yeah. Or no? Did you remember what it was? I can't remember. I, I'm guessing it's when they put Desmond in the cage. Nah, it wouldn't. I don't know. It was something to do with... Yeah. You would have asked the question. Do you remember? <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, we'll just say Tom's good at science. Uh, <laughs> did you have any others? For a moment of science? Oh, yes, or otherwise. Well, I think we should probably touch on Hurley Watch. Yeah. Well, Hurley Watch for me is quite big this week. Okay. Well, do you want to give me this your Hurley Watch of the week? Because, I mean, he becomes quite a crucial character. So, Who would have thought this one they're making fun of the whole time? <laughs> so, oh, we should do definitely do, I can't remember many of them, but Sawyer Insult of the Weeks. They're all just about Hurley. So, do you want to do Sawyer Insult of this week? Because it's Hurley related. Uh, did we say that last week? We did the, week? the Bigfoot one. Okay, the Bigfoot, yeah. Yeah. But so they, they're all just variations of They're that. mainly about Hurley. Yeah. Um, what was your Hurley watch then this week? So, especially, no, actually in both timelines, Hurley um, has a huge week in that he becomes... Come on, man. <laughs> he becomes uh, the... He takes over from Jacob... And he takes over from uh, Jack and becoming the guardian of the island. And in the other timeline, we see him, once that happens, uh, becoming one of Jack's uh, helpers, disciples, angels. Um, well, he he realizes quite early in the LA yeah. timeline. So he is helping Desmond, really, to round up everyone. But he's quite, like obviously active in this one when he tries to get Saeed and um, Shannon to rekindle their romance. Yeah, well, he breaks the others out of jail. He's quite active in that one as well. Yeah, and he also goes to get Charlie and he's kind of like giving him a creepy smile and Charlie's well, like, fuck you up to Yeah, so he's basically just him and Desmond that are the ones running people up, even right till the end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Jack doesn't move across into that timeline until the end. He's the last one. The most important. So big week for You Hurley. could say he's the um hieroglyphic laden plug that keeps everything in place. <laughs> <laughs> um so I guess our Hurley trajectory is that he's shit on by everyone. But he's also very lucky. I didn't quite see the resolution of that. But that's also a curse. Um but I guess that curse leads him to the island when he becomes a um 
meta being in the LAA timeline. Um, so I guess his trajectory is from like bottom of the rung to the protector of the island and the person that's working to make all of the good things happen in the LA timeline. Did you slash angel? So yeah, did we point out? I don't. Want, this isn't your realization, is it? That Hurley becomes the protector of the island. No, but that's explicitly said. Yeah, did we? Did you point that out in your synopsis? I think so. I think you might have. So, do you see that as a twist? I mean, from the very first episode, sure. But it's kind of been building towards that. Like, he can hear people. He mm. can talk to Jacob. We said as as uh, long ago as like five or six episodes that I think we noted Hurley's taking on more of a leadership role. <laughs> do you remember when Jack was like stepping back? Yep. It's it for Hurley to take over. Well, they yeah. signposted it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any other ones that you wanted to um, look back across uh, the show? Just a quick um, Island Surf report. <laughs> it kind of fluctuated. Well, it fluctuated. There was, was a huge storm at one yeah. point yeah. when Jack and Locke were fighting. Which would have been fucking gnarly. Time. A big swell coming <laughs> in. It was, it was rad. And then um, kind of died down to, again, onshore, about two to three foot, about the same as usual. Yeah. No one out, though. Uncrowded. <laughs> Locals only. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just have this picture here of um, Sawyer and Juliet and Jack and Kate, and then squiggled up. Yeah. Do we want to talk about that? Is well, this? Can we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is a visual representation of the binaries all intersecting, and it's true of those four, but it's also true of um, Jack and Locke. Uh, so I mean, all of the ones that we've talked about, really. Can I just explain these four? So, on the island timeline, Jack and Kate kiss right at the end before Jack goes and dies in the cave. Um, and on the and in the past, on the island timeline in the nineteen seventies, Sawyer had lived with Juliet, but you didn't know that. Um, and then in the LA timeline, Jack is married to Juliet, and Sawyer at the end finds Juliet and then reconnects with her and it's like, oh, I remember our time on the island now. And they get together and Jack does the same with Kate. I, you said it's the same. Can you say which other pairs switched up? Because between that, the time, the island timeline and the LA timeline? Cause I'm not saying that they all became romantically involved, but their dynamics shifted in the pairs that we had observed. You had a, a list of them, but like Jack and Locke, man of science, man of faith, came Jack together. ultimately becomes a man of faith. True. Um, uh, <laughs> that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. But well, that's fair enough. That's, that's good enough for me. Yeah, <laughs> we had another example, so it's fine. Hurley goes from the fool to well, the, yeah, exactly. the boss. Hurley flips his dynamic. Um, Sawyer becomes, I guess, um, a sort his of his character is a little bit could have. Could have, there was more there that they could have yeah. done. Eh? He was kind of like a, well, he becomes moves from an outlaw to a cop, and a, True. um, I don't want to say womanizer, but uh, kind of like a cad to settles down with Juliet, which is what he mm. potentially wanted all along. Yeah. Yep, that's good enough for me. Uh, uh, Do we talk about um, we talked about it briefly last week, but what's this? What is the situation with Jack's ghost son? So yeah. Jack's son never existed because he only exists in this LA timeline. Which Somebody is says to him, you don't have a son. 
Yeah, Locke, Locke, Locke says um, you don't have a son. So, because he doesn't exist on the island. No. He only exists in this LA timeline, which evidently is some sort of heaven waiting room. And, and, um, what? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and spoiler alert. <laughs> he is, he is, uh, Juliet and Jack's son, we're to assume. Yeah. But we don't know that Juliet and Jack are together until this episode. Yeah. And then almost immediately, she switches to become Sawyer's partner. Yeah. And, as Jude was pointing out last week, he goes with Claire to the concert. Then Claire goes to have the baby. Jack turns up at the concert later, and he's not there. And Jack's son isn't in the chapel at the end. He's not. No, um, nor is Vincent. Also. Oh, Do you think they're together? <laughs> Jack's um, son and Vincent. When you say together, you don't mean like. <laughs> what? Yeah, they were. The, they flipped. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hey, actually, hold the fuck up. The dog that's there with him at the end, could that be his son as a dog? I honestly don't see no better reason why it wouldn't be. Done. Game over. <laughs> All right, well, um, we'll, we'll catch up with you guys next week to discuss the final episode well, of... The Nice Guys Finish. The Nice Guys Finish. Yeah, The Nice, nice guys, guys Will Finally Finish. <laughs> The nice guys finish. Nice guys finish lost. Uh, we'll talk to you then. Till then. Um, what, do I, what do I say sometimes? <laughs> well, no, this is the thing. We still no sometimes I say like... No, you try and get me stay, to stay... Stay, stay lost. Stay lost. <laughs> stay lost, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>